This episode of Other People's Airplanes is supported by Piper. Today on Other People's Airplanes, we talk DVDs, Sebring, and the NTSB's most wanted list. Welcome to Other People's Airplanes, a show where we bring you into the cockpit and along for the ride whenever we do awesome aviation-related stuff. I'm your host, David Allen. Now, today is the first episode of our brand new content. We're so excited to bring this to you. Today we're going to talk the news with General Aviation News. We're going to bring you some holiday gift-giving ideas, and we're going to talk about the upcoming Sebring LSA Expo. So let's get right to the news. So for the news today, we're going to be talking to our friend Ben Sclair with General Aviation News. How's it going, Ben? It's going good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. What do you got for us today? Well, I uh, pulled this off the wire a couple days ago. Uh, the, the National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB, uh, issued its 2013 most wanted list. And right. again, surprise, surprise, uh, General Aviation is on it as a, as a safety uh, challenge, if you will. Uh, the problem, as I see it, is, is most... Uh, most accidents are tagged with pilot or operator or mechanic error. Uh, and so in the desire of the NTSB to, to uh, get rid of as many accidents as possible, the only thing I can see is this is a, as a march, a very slow march toward banishment of private aircraft because the only way to get rid of the accident is to not go flying in the first place. And do you think that the NTSB is actually trying to to, to, to get rid of general aviation and to kind of shut it down? I, I don't think that they, you'd ever hear anybody say that, but but you know, there's only one logical conclusion if, if we continually try to educate and, and uh, the pilot population, yet accidents continue to happen, mostly as a result of, of pilot error, so says the NTSB. Right. The logical conclusion is to fulfill a goal of zero accidents, which is unrealistic in my opinion. I agree it's unrealistic, but uh, you know, can we do better? Well, of course we can do better, but humans are prone to error. Humans are prone to error, and so the only thing we can do is get rid of the human factor, which is kind of the point of having general aviation in the first place. So we obviously don't want to do that, so I guess the next thing is just we've got to lim eliminate or minimize pilot error. Well, absolutely, as much as possible, but you're never going to achieve zero. You're never and, going to and, achieve zero. Uh, and as a matter of fact, a great many other modes of transportation are, are also targeted in the top 10 list. Uh, trains, buses, um, auto accidents, uh, highway fatalities, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, what's left? I mean, you know, if it's the National Transportation Safety Board and they're targeting in the top 10 trains, planes, automobiles, buses, what's left? I mean, 
Uh, Teleportation? We'll just, walk, we'll just walk everywhere. <laughs> I guess so. All right. So, uh, you know, the bottom line here is we really just need to try to be better as pilots and, and, and be proficient and get rid of the error factor that we have as pilots. I mean, but it, it, nobody's immune, but we ought, to, we ought to do a better job for sure. What else you got for us, Ben? I, I, uh, I saw this come across uh, my, my email inbox uh, a couple days ago. Dan Pimentel, uh, Airplaneista, right. uh, wrote a great uh, blog post, two-parter on on speaking in front of uh, in front of civic groups, Rotaries, Lions, Kiwanis, that kind of thing, and uh, and really brought in his years as a as an attendee of Toastmasters uh, to to educate and to quell the fear that the vast majority of people have about speaking in public. And what, and what is, is Toastmasters, for a real quick brief? You know, I, I'm, I'm tangentially familiar with it. My mom's a member. It, it's basically a group of people that, that desire to improve their, their ability to speak uh, in front of an audience. Right. So uh, I, I guess the, the bottom line of this post, and you should go check it out. We'll put the links here in the, in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. But I guess the bottom line, I read through this post as well, is is we we're we have a great a great service in general aviation we have a great it's magic every time people fly and it's it's such a great tool it's good for entertainment and and businesses and you know getting getting ahead with you know from your comp competition uh, you know tra just transportation it's 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 a fantastic tool for so many reasons but as a community we don't really do a great job of, of, of preaching that right so uh, so, so Dan's, Dan's uh, idea is let's try to get better at public speaking so we can share the word with the community. Exactly. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm past president of my Rotary Club, and uh, I went and, and gathered a bunch of photos from, from my trip to Oshkosh this year and uh, borrowed a few others off the Internet and, and put together a 30-minute presentation uh, for, for my club, and, and everybody was you know, not spellbound by my magic prose, but, but they really were intrigued. We've got a lot of veterans in our club and they, they were really uh, oohing and aahing at, at some of the warbirds that show up that I was able to show. Uh, it, it was a wonderful presentation. I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. I think as, a, as, a, as an aviation community, we don't do a, a good enough job of, of reaching over the fence and, and, and introducing new people to aviation. So I really like Dan's, Dan's uh, idea of actually getting out from the fence, you know, go go mix in with the community and actually speak to them. Right, exactly. Well, cool. Is that all you got for us today? I think so. All right. Well, good. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Absolutely, my pleasure. Take care. That's good ice cream right there. Mm, perfect wintertime treat here in Florida. I hope you guys have had an amazing Christmas, and I hope you had a fantastic New Year's and are looking forward to 2013 just as much as we are. And I hope you guys are getting through the winter okay. I know it got really chilly around here lately, and I almost had to put socks on. Thankfully, that didn't happen. So this next segment was actually shot before Christmas, and we had intended to release a number of episodes about uh, gift ideas for, for the aviator in your life or stuff that you could ask for. But... Unfortunately, we didn't get as many episodes done as we had hoped, and uh, so we're going to try better next year. But in the meantime, enjoy this next segment as though it were happening before Christmas like we had originally intended.
Now, as you all know, Christmas is coming up very soon, so over the next few episodes, I'm going to be giving you some ideas for holiday gifts that you might give the aviator in your family, or if you are the aviator in your family, you, you can ask for them, for the people that are buying the aviator's gifts for the people in your family. Right. So today, my selection comes from crazedpilot.com and they have a whole bunch of DVDs called Big Rocks and Long Props and they've just released Volume 5 High Country and these are just fantastic videos about what it's like to do some of this real bush flying just completely out of the ordinary for most of the general aviation pilots that I know really great footage fantastic video just get in there and really kind of feel like you're you're in there so check that one out and uh, there's a link right here and it is an affiliate link so if you buy it through that link you're gonna get a, we're gonna get a little kickback we'd appreciate it if you don't feel comfortable with doing that that's fine go to crazepilot.com and check it out for yourself more holiday gift guide, gift, gift guide stuff coming up very soon. Now many of you are familiar with the U.S. Sport Aviation Expo, otherwise known as the Sebring LSA Expo, that takes place at the Sebring Regional Airport in January of each year. This year's event will be the ninth annual holding of the event, and I am going to be participating. Only this year I'm going to be doing something a little different than we did last year. Now if you want to see last year's episode, you can go to this link right here, where we shot uh, on day one of the event and just kind of give you a taste of what was going on at Sebring. This year, we're going to kick it up a notch, and we're going to do that by bringing you live coverage each day of the event. I'm teaming up with Milford Shirley of Flight Time Radio, Jacob Peed of Aviators Hotline, and Dave Shalbutter of Sun and Fun Radio, and we are all going to gather together and stream live audio and probably video from the event all day, each day. This is gonna be on January 17th through the 20th of 2013, so keep your eyes and ears open. So you've got your pilot's license and you have discovered the freedom that aircraft ownership provides. So far, all of your flying has been in single engine piston aircraft. It's been great, but you're thinking that maybe it's time to upgrade to a twin. Well, for under a million dollars, the Piper Seneca 5 might be just the right plane for the mission. With twin turbocharged Continental TSIO360RB engines, continuously rated for 220 horsepower, full power is available to up to better than 20,000 feet. And a single engine service ceiling of 16,500 feet means the Seneca 5 can maintain IFR minimum en route altitudes in mountainous areas on one engine, which is required for some commercial operations and a really nice feature for anyone flying in the mountains fully automatic wastegates, counter-rotating propellers, and aerodynamically balanced ailerons make the Seneca 5 a real joy to fly, all while burning 23 gallons an hour total. Bottom line, you can buy a Seneca 5 for under a million dollars, or you can spend an additional 400,000 for an airplane that doesn't perform as well, costs more to operate, and has less elbow room. If you are interested in test flying this beauty, contact your local Piper dealer to get connected with the Seneca 5 Demo Tour. You can find your local dealer and lots more information about this highly capable aircraft by heading over to this link right here. The Piper Seneca 5, ready when you are. 
Now that's it for this episode of Other People's Airplanes. We hope you like this new style of content. We're gonna try to bring this to you semi-regularly, a lot more regularly than the, than the flying episodes, although those aren't going away. And uh, please let us know what you think of these new segments. And if you have ideas for what to call this show, like I said, we haven't settled on a name yet. We have some ideas, but we'd love to hear your input. Please reach out to us at, uh, on our Twitter feed right here at, uh, Dave Flies, uh, at Dave Flies. And make sure you get us on our Facebook page as well by going to this link. And if you would like to get email updates of, of whenever we release a new show and the events we're attending, we would love to have you on our newsletter. We don't spam. We promise never to spam you. But hit us up, uh, otherpeoplesairplanes.com. There's an email sign-up form right there for you. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Right. So today my selection is from crazedpilot.com. They have a whole bunch of these great DVDs called Big Props and Long Rocks. Big Rocks and Long Props. Excuse me. <laughs>